Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to the NXT 2.0 preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by the Dudley Boys of What Culture, Michael Hamflet and Michael Sidgwick, here to look ahead to tonight's episode of NXT 2.0. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review NXT 2.0, but also Raw, SmackDown, AEW, Dynamite, AEW, Rampage, pay-per-views. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete with a bloody good quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, though, joined by Hamlet and Sidgwick and Gents, it's a rare state of affairs that we are genuinely looking forward to tonight's episode of NXT 2.0. Uh, <laughs> but uh, how are you feeling about tonight's show after the big relaunch last week, Hamlet? Uh, riding the wave as long as I possibly can. I'm not going to fool myself into thinking, and nor should anybody else, that um, the current excitement or interest we have in this product is for real. More of it is ironic than not. Uh, last week's show, even being an exciting two hours, is probably going to be an aberration, but I just want to ride, ride this neon wave as long as I possibly can. There were a lot of guys that I will like be very, very interested in for four weeks and then never want to watch again, introduced last week, and we're only in week two of that. So, <laughs> so let's have some more. When you said at the start of this podcast, there's genuine excitement. It's ironic excitement. Yeah, maybe it's. But at least as it pertains to NXT 2.0. Oh! Oh! There's some excitement, which is, yeah. But I don't want we used to get capiche. <laughs> well, let's There's talk- a little bit of magic in here. <laughs> let's talk about some of the major developments from last week. And not the new NXT champion, but uh, Tony D'Angelo. What do you what do you see in the cards for him tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Probably another vignette. Yeah, another vignette. Maybe down the meat market. Or the fish market. Yeah. Or waste management. Yeah, one of those. I mean, it's just, we have made a meme, or we are in the process of attempting to make a meme of poor, poor Tony (laughs) D'Angelo. I think it's happened. I think it's happened. It's already (laughs) happened. It's already happened because it distills the essence of what NXT 2.0 actually is. NXT 2.0 is, in fact, just pure back-to-basics developmental. This in WWE canon means you get a guy who hasn't really wrestled much. You give him a new name. You inexplicably market his credentials without giving him the name. So it's like they don't exist or haven't happened. (laughs) You give him some stupid gimmick that no one can take seriously at face value. 
And you just expect him to go out there and get over. And it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, really funny. It's so harebrained. It simply isn't going to work. We'll have some fun along the way. To earnestly answer your question about this ironic meme guy that we've created, I'm genuinely expecting another vignette. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't want to rush things. Oh, you know, uh, got to take your time. Why rush things, huh? Got to be a made man. You got to take it slow and gradual. Learn the secrets. Can't be a schmuck. No. Well, let's, let's talk about... Well, I was going to talk about the rest of these schmucks <laughs> on this show. Huh? But... Genuinely, in terms of the future of NXT, like you say, this is the sort of difficult second album for them. <laughs> but <laughs> impossible. Yeah. But there is a diamond in the rough right there, and that's the Creed Brothers, who we're all fans of at What Culture. Yeah, this is weird, isn't it? Because this could just be the Tony D'Angelo half hour. <laughs> but, like, the Creed Brothers are legit good. NXT was in such a weird state last week that it was easy to lose sight of the earnestly good things and most of that was isolated within the two minute Creed Brothers squash um, I want a vignette out of Tony D'Angelo more than I want most of the wrestlers we saw last week to ever wrestle again excluding the Creed Brothers they're onto something legitimately really hot with them I don't it's so good I don't know how long it can last in Pat Sharp's funhouse. quite honestly they're made for Raw Smackdown proper squashes proper mm. TV shows all that sort of stuff um, they don't even need to get much better I think the more you refine them, the less entertaining this is going to be. Um, it, I mean, unfortunately, that means that's the end for them in the Diamond Mine because the whole stable are getting called up. Not never. But the Creed <laughs> Brothers themselves, great. I think it's really important to enjoy this because I'm not sure these squashes will last forever. Even, I think, Cedric, you mentioned this in the uh, review last week. It was toned down. It was still awesome last week and it was still toned down ever so slightly from that first one. Um there's probably going to be, they're, they're going to find a bit of a middle ground between the violence of the first squash and something that could theoretically be a bit more marketable and palatable on US Network and Fox. But this could be the sweet spot. Genuinely excited just to see them do that stuff again. Yeah, can we talk more about Tony D'Angelo? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know how full gimmick they are going to go with this character. They've already all but said he's in the mafia. Now, professional wrestling... And this is possibly the primary reason why Hamlet loves it so much. Loves a pun. Mm. Can we, like, dream up some potential finisher names for him? Because one of them is bound to come true, the more cliched it I think I, I, I was, my immediate thought is, sleeping with the fishes. Sleeping with the fishes. Um, well, we've always wanted a Vincent Mann book, but I think if anybody knows where the bodies are buried, it's Tony <laughs> D'Angelo. <laughs> So where the bodies are buried. Yeah. That's a bit too PWG, I think. It is a bit, isn't it? We are sounds, like a, sounds like a show name for PWG. <laughs> <laughs> we are definitely. Papa Cap. If we, are, we are definitely past the PWG phase of NXT, so try again. <laughs> try again. Schmuck driver. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, man. It's not even trying. I was trying to wedge Gabagool into a move, and I can't. You got out. <laughs> and the Gabagulak. The Gabagulak. <laughs> there he is. Yeah. Submission. So either... So I think simply capiche, 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 the schmedium package, something to do with like waste management. Oh, yeah, like the oh, I've already got the trash compactor yeah. because that's heavy machinery. Oh, bollocks! I mean, I want to go with capiche, it's, it's simple, it's effective. We know it's an awful stereotype, 
everything we've said in this podcast almost is <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> satire. Yeah, yeah, satire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Schmuck Driver. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even say Schmuck once. We just <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We supplanted all this <laughs> mafia lexicon onto him. Because he gave us it all. Yeah. It's on them. I mean, they did make a it's on them. Chicago wrestler with a New York accent. Waste management. And a problematic name, from what I've been told by uh, some of our uh, listeners. It's in a problematic characterization, yeah. let's face it. And it's still... What do you reckon came first? The hat? Do you think the hat came first? And they went, <laughs> right, we'll work from there. <laughs> it's still crap at his root as well, isn't it? Like the waste management, meat, fish. The real money's in NXT. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Said nobody, ever, <laughs> ever. <laughs> Uh, anyway, let's try and talk a little bit about NXT. Um, and the, the Who one we got lined up for uh, Tommaso Ciampa, Dadley's Tony D'Angelo. <laughs> it's obviously Rob Breaker or Von Wagner. But yeah. uh, we've only heard of Tony. Yeah, let's, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about we'll talk about Tommy Ciampa in a, in a second. Because let's talk about the one match that has been advertised for tonight, Sige, and that's a cruiserweight championship match. Because uh, she's finally defending that the mafia that. kick. Ooh. The Mafia kick. Well, I don't know if you can he kick. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Do I look like I give a damn? Christina <laughs> <laughs> um, Roderick's on with the Cruiserweight title. Is the belt going to change hands tonight? Uh, no. They seem to be... Uh, Hamsel pointed this out last week. If they're not into the Diamond Mine, they are sure as hell into the Creed Brothers who are in the Diamond Mine. So I think they will have any excuse to get these big meatheads on telly um, one of the ways in which you can do that is by strapping up Roderick Strong. I get the distinct impression that Kushida is not long for WWE. It seems shocking that he would form part of a wave of releases, but nothing shocking anymore. We've already been shocked sufficiently in 2021 with like Strom, like if Strom and, and Wyatt can go, like I'm sorry, but Kushida can go. I just don't think they'll see any long-term value in him. So I expect Roderick Strong to get strapped up. They'll probably do a rematch. But it's just so odd previewing the prospective quality of this match. It should be incredible. I don't think it will be. They had a very, very, very good-looking Fatal 4-Way on paper last week. They intentionally sabotaged the heights that could reach by writing Kyle O'Reilly out of it, which struck me as an early indication that they do not care about match quality. They care about reps. They care about gimmicks. They care about big lads. And, Kish- and Roderick Strong's bigger than Kushida. I think this will go long. And I think it'll be very good. But much like our assessment of the Creed Brothers, where we're talking about him getting toned down already, I'm more interested in how bland this is going to be, if that makes any <laughs> sense. Like how intricate the mat work will be, because it theoretically could be. How stiff those backbreakers could be. How quickly Kushida fires up if all of those electrifying tropes of the respective styles these guys excel at I want to see morbidly perversely the extent to which they are dulled because that'll give me a better indication of the more interesting part of NXT and that is the internal power struggle at its core two point oh that is (laughs) I think yeah it's I understand that as well because it's really still we're still in that like Switch over period, aren't we? Like, this feels... There's that great Michael Scott line when I think it's Holly talking to Jan, and he says something like, oh, 
Sex and my ex. That feel like Kashida and Roderick Strong on this version of NXT is like, there's still a few little Triple H things we need to get them out of the way. And <laughs> this is one of them. It doesn't feel like it belongs. It's it's completely that. It's like not watching this as a wrestling match, but watching what wrestling match they're permitted mm. to have, which is quite sad. Obviously, that's not the way that you want to preview something on paper that might have once been quite special. But when I say once been quite special, what I mean is like probably about three years ago in a hot takeover building and only then, not even in the last year on Triple H's NXT, would have this been too much to write home about. I think all of our senses were dulled to these styles of matches. This could be decent, but there'll be lots more of grabbing a hold than you would have expected. Um, and yeah, Strong wins the belt because he's got more chance of making this chapter of his career work than Kushida. Diamond Mine are going to be featured for now, at least, although probably not for the reasons that Triple H ever set them up to be featured. And I don't even know how... I don't even know the, like, the future of this belt, this, this Cruiserweight title. Like, What is the state of 205 Live, realistically, going forward when NXT 2.0 has kind of swallowed that element of it as well? You know, like the... So, like, Ikimanjiro is one of the only kind of, like, things worth, worth talking about from 205 Live. And he was... There's nothing worth talking about from 205 no. Live. And he was featured quite prominently... In um in the wedding yeah. last week, you know, and, and why? Because he's got a really colourful jacket, which I completely understand because the first I heard of Ikemin Jiro was he's this wrestler that wrestles in colourful jackets. And I'm like, my new generation senses a thing. And I'm like, <laughs> I need to check this guy out. <laughs> it's just, that's like, there's sometimes where I feel quite attuned to the tastes of Bruce and Kevin, Johnny and Vince. And I just, I can't see the purpose of this cruiserweight belt because I'm never going to have cruiserweight bangers. It's not going to be... This NXT is not going to be the home of the 15-minute Dynamite opener or even the 2019 NXT, like, Leo Rush banger. It's going to be neither of those things. It is weird when he says that because in my head, I just had a thought, and I don't know why this has only just popped into my head, that, oh, yeah, this is the same amount of time that Dynamite's on the air for. It doesn't feel the same, does it, at all? Well, no, because look at the respective statuses of each show. Like, Dynamite, just about to go into Arthur Ashe, NXT... What it once was has been summarily binned off entirely. Um, like it's even deeper into the mud than I projected it to be in October 2019. It's just a wild state of affairs. Based on how, I don't want to say exciting, but on how new and different last week's felt, maybe they should just reintroduce the characters every week, all with different names. <laughs> so, like, Trick from last week we've never met before just like, gets called Rick this week and they just <laughs> see if anybody notices. They just keep going like just a repackage once a week and just see if anything sticks. Like the more, maybe there's more performance center muscle heads that we haven't yet oh, seen. I hope so. Like let's have some, like they didn't try in any way. Park and Boudreaux. Yeah. Like he's got like another new name, isn't he? Yeah, yeah he's, he's got his second of two new names. Har he's just simply Harland now. Harland, <laughs> I'll, I'll like, think Harland. The first thing that he, like famous people from Norway looks like he could be from a Scandinavian country. Who's this new footballer? Harland. Hey, you can be. Who's <laughs> oh, God, the first name? IKEA. <laughs> just, IKEA Harland. IKEA Harland. <laughs> like, I like there could be loads more of them, and they went to no effort to introduce these people last week. It's uh, William Regal's best friend, Von Wagner. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> William Regal's kid. Yeah. Ch it's Charlie Harper, is it? No, it's... Um... Oh, what is... Dem some Charlie Dempsey. Charlie Dempsey, that's it. It's Charlie Dempsey. They've <laughs> Regal's kid is in NXT UK. Everyone knows it's Regal's kid. It's not one of those things where, oh, you know, you can tell, obviously, it's Rick and Scott Steiner. Yeah. But, you know, they're not 
particularly in the bosom of the company anymore because Scott Steiner called Stephen McMahon the C-word. <laughs> so let's just not put them over by... I still maintain that it would be the most Vince 2021 move to rehire Scott Steiner <laughs> just to get to Triple H. <laughs> That'd be phenomenal. So, Steph, called Stephanie or what? That sounds like a you problem, Paul. <laughs> but like, I can halfway understand... I can't understand their process. I can. They want to own everything and have ownership of it and take credit for it. So I don't understand them shying away from the Steiner legacy as awesome as it is and as much as it would help. Like, it, Regal's there? And he's Charlie Dempsey. And someone asked on Twitter, is that a uh, tribute to Bull Dempsey? And Bull Dempsey <laughs> replied, you know, if it is, that's cool. It isn't. <laughs> it isn't, mate. If somebody's told you it is, that's Bull! <laughs> One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a It's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try? It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Now, related to what you were talking about there, in terms of like the newer people coming in, transitioning from old NXT to NXT 2.0, is the future of the NXT Championship. Tommaso Ciampa is your new champion, of course, but... We've got to talk the likes of Braun Breaker, Von Wagner, <laughs> and Carmelo Hayes, of course. Same voice for all of them within six weeks. Yeah. Um, what, what do you foresee going forward? Because it seems that we all seem to take from, from last week's show of like, well, this is a transitional champion that we can transition on the belt onto Braun Breaker in a few weeks' time with the, how the show went off the air. Splatter that belt with a paintball gun now because it couldn't look any less... Out of, like any more out of place than when Tommaso Ciampa held it up. Nothing wrong with the transitional champion being an, like an old NXT guy. Kind of makes sense for if he's going to be the bridge to whatever whatever new plan, Bron Breaker or whomever else. Like it makes sense. Whomever. 
long show, I know. <laughs> um, aye. New belt. Wacky. He loves it. He's he does. Gone. He's gone. He's gone. We've lost him. Whatever. <laughs> Why is he like, whatever? Why is he the he South Park trailer like guy now? Whatever. Justin Roberts. <laughs> He's a, <laughs> Justin Roberts is a... Oh, that's not... <laughs> but, but he's about to find out. <laughs> They're going on to it now. Um, oh, what was the question? Uh, yeah, cha- <laughs> change your change belt to look like a novelty new day one. Um, have uh, right bit of serious earnest analysis here. Tommaso Ciampa, we talked about this. Did an unbelievable job of making Karen Cross look a hundred times better than he was. That has given me faith that he can do that for six of the. Nobody's relative nobody's on NXT if they want to put the title on somebody. Start like start that now. Have Bron Breaker start picking up a few more wins. Have do the shot that they love of Tommaso Ciampa clutching Goldie like any of that oh, shit. Oh my God. And like just staring at the monitor and nodding sagely and that sort of thing. Maybe at some point Bron Breaker challenges Thatcher if he's injured or what, whatever. And then um <laughs> you'd set him off. <laughs> whatever 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 Randy <laughs> get a button for it get a, no, I like doing it live <laughs> we'll do it live yeah one of the big muscle lads what do you for the bell. I don't know right. I mean, uh, just to replay what I said but uh, last week's take on the soundboard <laughs> when they don't bother right when they do not bother to give you a show or a lineup. And we are kind of forced to talk about the stuff we did last week. Add it to the soundboard, make my job easier. <laughs> there'd there'd be more use for a fallout button than a jingle button. <laughs> like we use that that much when yeah. they don't promote anything. I think I was explicitly told last week by the fact that Bron Breaker went up to Tommaso Champa and said, "Good luck, Champa. You know, I'm chasing you." And Tommaso Champa went, "Thanks, Bron Breaker." <laughs> that, was great. that was really good. Yeah, I think they're setting up the new match. I think that's what's happening. Champa has won the belt of this of this brand. Do you remember when he was like, "I don't like any of you kids anymore." The next he's too brightly coloured, and that was in like Triple H's world, not yeah. this one. And he's holding the belt up again. He's like, "I'm back where I belong." <laughs> you don't belong anywhere. At the very least, given the aesthetic of the show, and I don't really care about what the belt looks like at this point because we know what match is happening. We just don't know when. I think it's sooner rather than later. Mm. It, a white strap at a minimum, because it it's, does. It does. It doesn't look it's right. Reflective of a different. It might as well be a different company. Yeah. You know, like it's reflective of a different time in a different company. It's, I, it that it does need to go. Like I'm all for the like theoretical prestige of the titles in NXT, but you know, they've changed everything wholesale. Those have got to change too. Mm. One of the things that is going to be sort of fallout from from last week's show is Kyle O'Reilly being attacked, of course, and being taken out of that match by Python and Rich Bully Holland. Um, is he going to be out for revenge this week? Because I mean, he wasn't like laid out and hospitalized or anything like that. He was saved by Von Wagner, his best friend, of course. Um, so maybe <laughs> special ma- on telly. Maybe uh, maybe <laughs> some reaction. Von Wagner. Yeah, maybe some <laughs> the fifth man. <laughs> some reaction to that this week. Kyle O'Reilly and best friend who's always been there, Von Wagner, <laughs> versus versus. <laughs> Um, <laughs> cool Von Wagner. <laughs> Just sat there listening to Joy Division together. We. <laughs> it's going to be Von Wagner and Kyle O'Reilly versus Pete Dunne 
and Ridge Buddy Holland, with the idea being that the respective really good wrestlers are going to function to make the respective really big and green wrestlers look good. And you know what? If this is what the show is now, a vehicle to develop green, big talent and get them good or solid, there are worse ways to go about it. Champa, as I said last week, phenomenal carry job of carrying cross. The best possible opponent to bleed in to prick the finger of Air Bron Breaker. This will be the mid-card version of that. Um, that's why Pete Dunne and Kyle Riley exist now. Aye, there is, like, I say tragedy, but like, I, I don't care too much. I wish there was, like, I, I was, like, hoping that Pete Dunne would maybe take a gamble. But he's so young, and he can do three more years and see where land lies when his next contract comes up. I don't know what Kyle Riley's contractual situation is. Don't want wrestlers to be out of work, especially not like awesome ones. But this isn't their place to play, is it? Like this NXT just isn't. It reminds like <laughs> Kyler Riley. Uh, wait a minute, yeah. that's you. It's my memory of you going, uh, Pete. Do you want to sign a new contract? Which like we really desperately need to keep people because everyone keeps leaving to go for AEW. Like, how much money do you want? What show do you want to be on? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> but like. Should have. Uh, it's just that Kyle O'Reilly and Von Wagner, especially when I'm not making the comparison between Von Wagner and Hulk Hogan. But when Hulk Hogan <laughs> like, arrived for the second time around from the AWA, having become this like huge star, and he arrives back in uh, WWE in 1983, just before he beats the Iron Sheik. Bob Backlund's lost the title, and Hogan makes a save, and Bob Backlund's like kind of a bit of a departing babyface, but he's like, "I brought my friend Hulk Hogan, and I'm gonna stick around here and help him make it to the top of the WWF." And Hogan's like, "Yeah, thanks, brother." Off, and like, <laughs> <laughs> gets on with it, and you can even like feel Vince behind the camera saying the same thing, <laughs> like shunning Bob Backlund out to learn. <laughs> Hey, Bob, did you get more ugly? <laughs> like, that's happening. Hey, Bob, did you get more bland? <laughs> that's impossible. <laughs> you see the two of them on camera, can't you? In, like, like they're in that, like, changing room. They're, they're like, they're doing the warm-up stuff. And then, like, somebody, a runner just comes in and tears down Kyle O'Reilly's crappy flag <laughs> and puts up a Von Wagner one, Von Flagner. Like, <laughs> he's not good. Kyle O'Reilly's not good. Yeah, Calorize is knackered, and uh, Von Wagner, I don't know if he knows how to move his feet. So. <laughs> <laughs> he knows how to move his left foot, and that's all that matters. <laughs> oh, that's what we're going to be watching with Charlie Dempsey, isn't it? Like, if that if that footwork isn't perfect, <laughs> it's going to be absolutely hell on at home. It's going to be like Ray and Dominic all over again. He's going to be screaming from the move your left foot! <laughs> and you'll get some absolute knob on squared circle going, do we think we'll get to see William Regal versus Charlie Dempsey? It's like, we'll have to acknowledge the family and Regal's in Korea. In ring Korea's done. Yeah. <laughs> Just accept it. Accept it. I think yeah, it came to say one more run with the belt. Die! <laughs> I'm Charlie Dempsey, and I'm a real man's man. Everybody come on. Oh, my God. I get that. Uh, the big question, of course, uh, a handful after the back last week is, are toxic attraction going <laughs> <laughs> to... Explain this. I Explain should say... It. I wrote our toxic attraction going to become a dominant force <laughs> in our notes purely because WWE literally tweeted that that exact phrasing. And I thought, what? <laughs> Last week, of course, Mandy Rose come back. She's got new hair. Uh, and she's flanked by Gigi Dolene, JC Jane. And 
well, judging by the the little you know thirty second video they put out, they're fairly prominent in that that video to promote this week's show. It strikes me that you know Mandy Rose going to NXT it was always a bit clunky or that, but maybe in this new show it could be something that they could, they work really into storylines and what have you because you know a fairly dominant victory for Mandy Rose last week. Yeah, they're a dominant force. <laughs> <laughs> Toxic attraction. <laughs> Great name. I mean, very WWE. But it's just, uh, it's a very WWE name. We will get used to it. It's the same with all wrestling names. Eventually stuff just sticks and you find... I love how, like, brunettes are toxic to them. (laughs) 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 Vince has been livid with Mandy Rose all week. He told you to do that. Paul who? (laughs) uh, Aye. I don't know, because I don't know what they see in this women's division. Look, we give Triple H an awful lot of grief. He, and it didn't always work, but he tried his best to always in NXT make the women's division seem often bigger than the main event for the, like whatever the men were up to. Oh, yeah, we're going to get that title match this week. Uh, like, you know, like that's already fallen away two weeks in a row. They, they don't, I mean, the match wouldn't have been any good, but the, it's more that they don't care about it, that I think is the, the takeaway there. If you think of moving from the four horsewomen to Asuka to Shayna, I would say with the big three eras, and then like kind of everything fell away in 2020, but you cared a great deal for it. And like, I think genuinely, I think like representation mattered to him. He was probably thinking business, and he knew that would extend to the good PR for WWE, but he saw the merit of it. The matches were great. Is that the same for these four dickheads? <laughs> you know, like, that we know are at the top of the tree, and at, like, these loathsome old men, these gross figures, grotesque figures in all their own different ways. I, like, I don't know. So you're saying, like, toxic attraction. That name alone doesn't scream awesome trios matches. It screams bitches. You know, attacking each other for their looks. <laughs> like, that's me speaking on behalf of the four, not like, the, you know, like what I actually think, but that's how they will have always and will always program women. They're going to be a marginalised concern with stupid, petty issues because that's ultimately what they believe the demographic, whatever even that is in NXT now, wants to watch. I mean, you asked me the question. Ask it again, it's funny. Uh, <laughs> are toxic attraction going to become a dominant force, Michael Sidgwick? Uh, probably. <laughs> probably. Like, yeah, they'll probably strap up Mandy Rose. Mm. And they could fulfill a golden prophecy, in fact, by having the <laughs> NXT women's title and on Mandy Rose and the NXT women's tag team titles on Gigi Dolin and... JC Jane. JC Jane. And the world title on uh, their best friend, Von Wagner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess. I think they're getting a push. What, I, now they're obviously getting a push, they've told us. Yeah. Now they, they've won against the other three women they're going to feature. They're going to wrestle them again. Oh, yeah, it's NXT. <laughs> it's NXT. Finally, uh, the main event of last week's show was uh, Index's wedding, which surprisingly went with... Relatively without a hitch. Uh, is got this hitched, so. Yeah. I said it last week as well. <laughs> is this the week that uh, Indian Gaylord, uh, Indian um, Dexter Loomis, sorry, I've used his middle name there, uh, Indian Dexter Loomis, go on, on you mean Michael Sidgwick. <laughs> they called him Gaylord. Say again. I need the question again and hear it because you were laughing. <laughs> Will Indy Hartwell and Dexter Gaylord Loomis be going on on you mean this week? Look, they've done everything right with this storyline. It's like the curve against me own best friends. Like it's not hard. <laughs> they had a stag. It wasn't very funny. They had a hen. It was atrocious. They got an actual gif 
out of NXT for the wedding, so it can only be measured as an enormous success. Yes, they should have a honeymoon. After that, I don't know what the... I don't care. Uh, where can they go? We'll have a little bit. Where can Dexter Loomis and Indy Hartwell go on honeymoon? Transylvania? <laughs> <laughs> Death Valley? They'll save on expenses and just go to the haunted house at Disney World. It's only five minutes down the road, isn't it? They can go into one of them hallway mirrors and Dexter Loomis can just stare at himself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... He talks now. He does. If the, maybe like it's the easiest kind of humor. That's what NXT tries to do. What if he becomes so super verbose and talkative that Indy Hartwell starts to like really get annoyed at the old partner giving it meh, 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 all day <laughs> long. You could see her on the other end of a phone call. He just never shuts up. Like yeah, that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So maybe they could subvert what some men think of women and their wives and have it is uh, Indy <laughs> Hartwell. Uh, talking about Dexter Loomis in these tones. That's a great shout. Like, uh, it's five past nine, right? In the mind frame to go to work. And she's like preparing to go into the ring. That's my uh, ringtone. Lindy <laughs> 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 Hartwell's looking over to Candice uh, LeRae over the ropes and just going. That's <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Dexter's blathering crap again. <laughs> I'm working here. I'm working here. No, I could genuinely play on like rubbish old school battle of the sexes comedy because they can't just have a happy marriage. There's no drama or conflict in that. They could genuinely, and it's not going to happen because it's the Vince, Bruce, Johnny and Kev show. <laughs> but they could, what if they subverted the battle of the sexes gimmick and maybe that's the whole build up of the gag of Dexter Loomis. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Nah. They need ratings. They need YouTube clicks. They need engagement. Honeymoon episode. Index. Full six. Like that's <laughs> <laughs> Thumbnails. The lot. Yeah, I do think there's definitely power to be had here. But it, like you say, with the people in charge, I'm not holding my breath, if I'm honest. But it is going to be intriguing what they uh, what they do to follow up that wedding and, and how, you know, what they do with Johnny Gargano and the like next. I was just going to say that. He is this one guy. I... Won't shed too many tears if everybody that was like a Triple H favourite from the old guard were gradually phased out again, whether that be to AEW, the main roster, whatever. Um, I'm really interested for as long as he's got left in the company, which might not be all that long, surprisingly, mm. but for as long as he's got left, it's probably going to be an NXT. I'm sort of interested in uh, what Gargano can do with all this. He, I saw something in the on Twitter where somebody in the building had filmed him doing like their thanks for everybody for coming out. And he had like a lot of fun with it. Cameron Grimes came back out and they were having a to the moon competition where him and Candice were trying to do their best one and all that sort of stuff. Like Gargano might be able to make this landscape work. He's the one guy that I'm curious to see if they can like feature in a story. This NXT doesn't even like it's going to tell stories. Muscleheads in squashes every week, which is fine. It'll move through a nice clip. But maybe... Johnny Gargano can do something with all this. I don't know. Maybe maybe he doesn't want it. Maybe he just wants to see out his deal now. But he's one of the few people I'm just curious to see if he can make something work. Just for the crack. Oh, he's been doing it for about a year. Mm. Uh, I don't care. It's the end of the podcast. Let us know your thoughts ahead of NXT tonight on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Uh, watch, they can follow all three of us. You can follow Michael Sidgwick at... M. Sidgwick, wrong way around. Michael Hamflet. 2.0, the new way of doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Hamflet. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. <laughs> <laughs> 
And make sure you subscribe to our Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from. For daily wrestling podcasts, our review of Monday Night Raw, the best Raw of the year, is available right now on our NXT review, to NXT 2.0 review, I should say, will be there tomorrow as well. But for now, my thanks to the Dadly Voice. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.